about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about the adventures that I go through on a daily basis. Now, for the past year, there haven't been a lot of adventures, but there haven't been a lot of adventures for anybody. But we have some adventures today, and we're going to talk about them right here on This Joe Batanz, right here. On Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and this show is called This Joe Batanz. In this episode, we're covering the events of uh, Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. Uh, I don't usually do shows on Wednesdays, um, but this was... Um, uh, I thought I was going to do this because um, today, it was scheduled, it's been scheduled for a week, I had lunch with my cousin, Richard. This is the first time... That I've seen my cousin Richard in, I believe, almost three years. I have, I have to look at my phone, but it might be two and a half years, something like that. Maybe three years. Maybe almost four years. I don't know. Between two and three, four years. I don't know. Somewhere around there. I haven't seen him. And... uh and so this is the first time we've seen each other. We've talked here and there, but we we talked recently and we agreed to get lunch today. So I figured instead of doing the Tuesday night show, we would put it off for a day. Because I didn't, I didn't have – well, I had I ended up having something to talk about yesterday, but I was too tired after the team. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, to – I decided uh, – why don't we wait a day and we'll talk about my lunch with Richard. So we're going to talk about both things. Um so what happened is, let's talk about yesterday. I actually started to talk about this in the tea, but I'll be honest with you. I'm going to give you some tea, some behind-the-scenes tea on the tea. So yesterday, Lowry uh, brought up, she asked Jay on the tea how big Paul's penis was. And I was a little shook. Uh... I have to go back and listen to the Golden Girls episode, and I know it, what, it, something like that came up, and I knew she was going to ask it. I wasn't shocked by that, but I had immediate like regret uh, when she said that, and then when she turned it on me to talk about the size of Aiden's penis, I was like, oh, God. I, I mean, I, I, look, I give it to Lori just as much as she gives it to me, so I wasn't offended, but I was racing in my brain about how I was going to get out of that, and then I projected onto Jay, you know, poor Jay, who's not used to that kind of stuff, you know, how must he feel? I actually talked to Jay, and Jay was laughing at me that I, I internalized this stuff so much, and that uh, it hadn't bothered him at all, that he just knew he wouldn't answer the question. And so, um, but uh, if you notice on the T, I went a little quiet, but it wasn't because of that. It, well, I think it was partially because I got in my head about if we offended Jay or not. But a big part of it was I was just tired. You know, um, we didn't do the show. I, first of all, I don't like doing shows so late as it is. 
Um, I feel like my energy, you know, once the clock hits 5 p.m., uh, you ha- my energy starts to diminish exponentially by the minute. Well, energy for doing these kinds of shows to be funny and stuff. And we generally do the tea a little earlier. But what happened was there was a, a perfect storm of events that had us push it back to six. Uh, I don't know what was going on in Lori's end. And uh, with Jay, he got caught up with work stuff. And so he had to push it off. And then something was going on with Lori. And I appreciated it being pushed back, too, because and I didn't get to get into it that much in the show because I was so tired. I just wanted to get out of the show. But, uh, so Verizon was down yesterday. Okay. And I, I, I do, I gave a brief version of this on the T, but I want to have it here as well. But it was actually a very, very stressful day. Not just because Verizon was down, but because, um, so my mom, I haven't talked about, hold on, I got to turn a fan on. It's kind of warm in here. Hold on. Just, I'll, I'll keep talking. Uh, so you can hear me turn a fan. It's not such awful broadcasting but uh i need to stroll back there okay so my mom was supposed to have surgery in march i don't know if you guys remember this or know about this and they had to put it off till july because uh you know being an older woman her bones weren't strong enough for the surgery so what they did was they put her on this uh regimen where she has to take uh, a medication by injection uh, every day at the same time, roughly every day, uh, to strengthen her bones. And then when she does, then she will, you know, by late July, she has to take it for a year, but by late July, her bones should be sturdy enough to, to take the um, surgery. So she went out with some, now she's post-vaccinated, all her cousins are post are, are vaccinated, you know, and so she decided to go on a girl's lunch with her cousins and do some shopping and be out. And she told my dad she'd be back in time for her shot. Well, Verizon was down yesterday. And so she'd been trying to call us to tell us that she was running late and all these things that needed to be done. And then, so she calls us, but we didn't, we thought it was her phone and she thought it was her reception at the restaurant. But essentially, every time she called, the phone would just fail. The call would just fail immediately. Again, we didn't know at the time that it was a system-wide problem with Verizon in Southern California. And so we're trying to call her. She's trying to call us. It's a whole thing. And um, it was very stressful because it was like she has to make it back here in time. And it was it was about the logistics of that. And then what happens is, is that I'm not necessarily stressed about that, but my parents get very stressed. And in almost like a, probably an abused child kind of way or or a codependent relationship or something, I start getting stressed out because they're stressed. And uh, and once, so once they figured out, I think I, I told a quick version of this on the T, but once I figured out actually that, the, that it was, uh, it was, the system was down, I told my mom, use your cousin, because her, there were, she was with two cousins, Irene and Linda. And Irene's with Verizon, so her phone wasn't working. I said, use Linda's phone, I think she was like AT&T or something, and call our house landline. My parents, because they're old, have a landline. So I said, um, use Linda's phone, call the house phone. So my dad is sitting by the house phone waiting for my mom to call so they can figure this out. And my mom calls my dad's cell phone. 
So then he runs to his cell phone to get it. Of course, because of rising down, the call fails. Okay. So then he takes his phone and he tries to call her on her cell phone, which is not going to work because they both have Verizon. Then um, he runs to the house phone to call my mom on her cell phone, but she's trying to call the house phone. No, no, he got to call Linda's phone from the house phone, but then Linda's trying to call the house. It was, it was like a fucking goddamn Abbott and Costello routine. Meanwhile, they're getting super stressed out. And then... It, it, Aiden had called the middle of this and um uh I had to tell him that I even after it was all said and done after everything was done my mom got here in the nick of time to get her shot blah 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 I still needed like 45 minutes to calm down meanwhile my parents one minute later were calm as cucumbers cool as cucumbers better way of putting it they were cool as cucumbers okay it takes me like 45 minutes. I need to meditate and shit like that. And I think that emotionally drained me for the day. So I managed to get up enough energy for like the first half of the tea. But if you notice by the second half, I'm just done. I'm just, my energy's so low. So uh, I will say I did call Jay Ellis today. We had a nice chatty talk. But uh, a lot of the talk was, not one minute of the talk, was me apologizing to Jay Ellis because I felt badly about that question being posed. And, um, he, again, like I told you, he told me he hadn't even thought about it. And he actually was amused that I'd been thinking about it still. Uh, okay. So there was that story. Now you have the T behind the T. Um, next let's talk about my cousin, Richard, my lunch with my cousin, Richard today. So I think a week ago I called my cousin for something I can't remember what it was. It had something to do that was relevant to him, and I called him. And um, oh, I know what it was. So my brother on the My Heritage uh, website, you know, there's Ancestry dot com, and then My Heritage, and I don't know who uses My Heritage, but my brother stumbled across this. They have this technology to turn old photos. They animate them with this technology, and it is kind of creepy. So my brother had been uh, animating some old past, you know passed away relatives dead relatives and so there were some that richard would have been interested in so i sent them to richard and that sparked a conversation and he and i were chatting and and uh that led to us setting up a lunch date for today which i had the lunch date today and you know um so i went to richard did anything happen this morning i woke up this morning um, I got breakfast because I knew I had to eat pretty early. And then um, I had some little errands to do because I wanted to – I didn't know if Richard – because I was meeting at Richard's house and we were going to go to lunch. I didn't know if he was going to go in my car or not. So I wanted to um, – not that there was anything wrong with my car seats, but ever since last week's incidents, I don't know. I was just very paranoid. So I wanted to do a quick washing of the seats. Of my car. Well, that's just my passenger seat, but or any of the seats, but also the passenger seat in my car over the past year, just because there have been no passengers, have gotten gross with numerous grease and McDonald's stains and whatnot. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just wash this to be sure in case Richard's going to be in his car. First time a different person is going to be in my car. I don't even think my, whenever we go somewhere as a family, um, 
we go in my parents' car. I don't, they don't ever go in my car. It's weird to see my parents. It's weird to see my parents in my car. It's very strange. It, it happens sometimes, but yeah. So I, uh, did a, like a, they have they have like a miniature carpet cleaner and actually it was really good. Uh, I am going to uh, no I did I used that on the car and then it was a warm day so I let the sun dry the seat. And then I drove to Richard's house and um, it was very nice again. Like I said, uh, it's the first time I've seen Richard in it's probably almost three years. I think we're coming up on three years. Um. And, uh, it was, we chatted, you know, he had, when, when I last saw him, he had just moved into this house. So I actually got to see the house now decorated and lived in and, and an actual house that he lives in. And we chatted for a little bit. It's funny. I will say without getting into the boring details of every story, I will say I was a little amused that, uh, a lot of his stories today were about different people he's fighting with. And I've learned with my cousin Richard that I can see the thread, but he can't, and but he's not the kind of person that takes well to you point out the thread. But the the house that he lives in, there are two houses on his property. There's a larger front house and then a tiny back house. For years he lived in that back house. And then they finally rented the front house to Richard. And he moved into the front house. And um so uh oh God, someone's just sent me something here. Anyway, uh, and uh, so, so, but now in the back house, his cousins actually children, even, even though they're still his cousin, his cousin has a daughter, and so another cousin, and she lives in the back house with her boyfriend. Okay. And R- the, the, R- Richard told me that the boyfriend and he don't get along, and they've been having problems. So he starts telling me all these stories about how they're not getting along. And uh, the stories, again, this, this is true for a lot of Richard's stories. He may be right in principle, but he takes them to like another level where you're like, oh, why, are you, why are you doing that? You know, like, yes, you're right. But why did you do that? You know, and a lot of these stories with his back neighbors are like that, where he's poking the bear, so to speak, to, to uh, stake his claim. So I heard those stories, and then um, we went to lunch. We went to this restaurant called Salazar, um, which is uh, a Mexican restaurant that I like very much. And it's been years, obviously over a year at least, that I've since I've been to Salazar, and it was very nice to have that delicious food again. It is so fucking good. And actually, because neither Richard and I nor I drank. Um, the bill was actually relatively inexpensive. Uh, I paid for us because Richard kept talking about how he's poor. And hold on. Sorry, I had a sneeze. And so I bought lunch. And I, I don't know, I'm having a lot of thoughts here because the, the topic pretty much on the ride to lunch, from lunch, and during lunch was Richard talking about his problems in Hollywood, which I know are very first world type of problem but yet not because i, uh, I do agree with richard on certain things and I've, I've talked to john paul about this a bunch and i don't know how much i've talked about it on here but i have a lot to say about you know hollywood for all the platitudes they put out there for how you know oh my god everyone should be not racist and yay not ra- 
Hollywood is one of the most racist places out there. They just smile in your face and pretend they're not. Pretend they're not. So I don't disagree with Richard with a lot of things he's saying, but once again, right on principle, the way he carries things out are is a little much. And so we were hearing a lot of those stories. But um, one of the things that, you know, it, there is this problem of, like, uh, complementary figures in that um, Richard has the connection. It's so funny. It, it was almost like he was – he probably was doing this, probably his whole plot in the lunch today. But he was saying about how um, – his agent told him because he Richard's been going to pitch meetings and generals and not really hitting it off with the people. Oh, a general is uh, they do these meetings in Hollywood where a producer, or production person, or you know some sort of John Paul does a lot of generals where they just meet with people and it's just like getting to know you. And if we really click, maybe we can work together someday. One person has the job, the other person wants the job. And so Richard, the person seeking the job and the person is not really an interview. It's just a conversation. And if they like your vibe, they may have projects in the future at the moment that they might want to put you in. So Richard's gone on a bunch of generals and um, nothing ever happens with them. And then he's gone to pitch meetings and they fail miserably. And to the point where his agent has taught, told him he has to learn how to do a pitch meeting and they just told him recently, like, because he just did a practice pitch, and it was him reading a uh, from a document. And they're like, no, you know, a pitch really isn't – in fact, the agent told him, she said, I have a lot of clients who are horrible writers, but they can just – they're bullshit artists, and they know how to sell things, you know? And you need, you need to have that. And so, like – I think he's talking about me, Right. And so it was sort of floated out there whether we should work together. I think he's seen, I need to get work and I need money. So I need Joe to be the person, if even if we're a team, who gets me in because he can do the pitches. I can't do that. And um, I don't know. I'm hesitant. I want to talk to people. I didn't say yes or no. I just sort of nodded my head. I mean, look, this is the first time I've seen him in three years because we, you know, we didn't get along. By the way, I have not forgotten that we have to read Deckhead's card. And this is the end of the week, you know? So, anyway. Uh, so, anyway, during our lunch, I get these text messages from Aiden. And they go, OMG, cringe, oh my god, oh my god, cringe. Please call me ASAP. Now, he knows I'm at lunch with my cousin. And then he goes, please call me ASAP cringe. So to me, if he had just written call me ASAP, I probably would have stopped my conversation with Richard and called him right then. But it said OMG, OMG, cringe, OMG. To me, that's not serious. <laughs> so when ASAP means as soon as possible relative to the text message I got. So the second I got back in the car after being with Richard... I called Aiden and he goes, okay, three hour lunch, you know? And I was like, oh, well, welcome to the world of me and Richard. Meaning that's what happens when it's me and Richard. And then he got mad and said, he didn't want to tell me what happened. And I said, okay, I'm going to go. And now he's taking a nap. But am I wrong here? 
I just feel, I don't know, just bitchy. We'll be fine. I just want to bitch before it. Anyway, I'm also trying to run the clocks on the read decks card. All right. Let's go. So Deckhead sent me this beautiful card. And it says, to Joe and the rest of the team at Afterthought Media, it says, now that the pandemic and the restrictions associated with it are coming to an end, in the UK and US at least, I wanted to send this wee card to say thank you. Your content and the community you have built on Discord has not only helped me get through this pandemic, but also helped me through my degree exams and starting a new job from home. Keep up the good work, and I hope to see you at Betacon. Love, Deckhead. So there you go. That's the card. He said it was boring. I didn't think it was boring. That was a very lovely card. Um, well, guys, be sure to go to, is it speakpipe.com? And leave voicemails. I can play voicemails on this thing now. Leave voicemails. What did you think of today's story? Was I in the wrong about Aiden? Go to speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia and leave a message, and we will play it on the show. It's that simple. Well, that's going to do it for this week. We will be back Saturday, I think, or you'll get it Sunday morning, with a brand new episode of This Joe Batanz. And you can only find it one place. That's Afterthought Media. Afterthought Media.